Welcome to the Youth Hockey Hub High School Hockey Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the Red and Black League. To learn more about the league, go to redandblackleagues.com. Now to the show, featuring YHH publisher Tony Scott, the forum guru, Carl East, and the reigning most viewed high school games champion, Danny Ryan. Here's Danny. Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, This has been a busy week, I would say. I am Danny Ryan, as said before. Joined with you, Tony Scott. Tony. How you doing, Danny? Good, good. And Carl, you're up in Duluth? I am. Happy belated birthday, Danny. Oh, thank you, Carl. Um, had a good birthday yesterday. Got some one very high-scoring hockey game in a tie. And I brought you a ginormous birthday cake with candles on it this morning. Where is it? Or I didn't, maybe. We're both on diets. That's not That's not <laughs> happening. Bad. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll okay. just sit here and eat some cake myself up here on the east side, daughter of Danny. Yeah, it's normal that that's always in his refrigerator. He's on the east side. Carl should have three cakes, like huge sheet cakes, and it wouldn't change him at all. Oh God, no, 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 yeah, he he could do that. It won't be an issue for him. All right, before we get uh, started on the uh, games of the week, I got some news and nuggets. Um, the Suburban East Conference looks to add. Irondale next year. Who's in the Suburban East, just so we're aware? Uh, that's the Woodbury, White Bear Lake, Creighton, Stillwater. That conference. That conference. Roseville. Yep. They'll be adding They'll be adding uh, Irondale to the conference next year, which poses some scheduling conflicts. Geographically, it makes sense. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, this one doesn't make geographic sense. The Lake Conference will be adding... Buffalo and St. Michael Albertville next year. The only question is, will they be playing them twice or will they be playing them once? And that's just a long drive up there, too. It's not an easy drive. Mm-mm. No. Uh, I, if it goes to once, I don't really mind it. It's just another – conferences yeah. don't mean anything. No. Yeah. Uh, one of the, uh, going, back, going back to conferences – I was talking to Creighton coach Matt Funk, and Matt said, you know, one of my proposals is to have a north and a south to the suburban east and have the winners and have the ones play the ones and the twos play the twos at the end of the season. Which, kind of like a uh, college football type. Yeah, thing. be cool. And he says, I'm getting a little bit of pushback on it. We'll see how that turns out. You were going to say something about conferences, Carl? The anti-conference, Carl, uh, oh, yeah. take. Here it comes. <laughs> I mean, we all know I hate conferences, but I think that I, I hope that there's a good reason for in other sports for the St. Mike Labrador and Buffalo move because there, it makes no sense in hockey. It, yeah, I'm sure it does make sense. I, but not in football. They don't play conferences in football. Yeah, yeah, that's it, not a thing anymore. And how is it good for track and field to have to go basketball? to basketball? I it doesn't make any sense for anything. Yeah, golf. Yeah, let's go play some golf in you know, St. The, Michael. No, it the St. Mike's get scored. They're gonna play yeah. the CC now. I know. I know. <laughs> so all right. Uh some more news and nuggets. This was an interesting one. Justin Evenson from Minnehaha Academy commits to the 
uh, to West Point uh, Army, uh, which is a huge committee. We talked about this before the show that this is the first Minnehaha kid to commit in 25 plus years. It's a long time. And probably the biggest news that came out of off the ice news that came up uh, was Tom and Greg Vanelli stepping down at St. Thomas Academy, your alma mater. Yep. Any take on that, uh, Danny? Uh, Putting you on the spot here. I have a couple of takes on this, and a lot probably is not podcastable type okay. of thing. A lot would probably be offline. Okay. You what can want... you say online? Online? Um, here's what I can say online. As far as, you know, coaches in the state, what I did, so five titles, ten state tournament appearances, two NHLers, counting Anders as one of the NHLers, and not yeah. Justin Fulton. This isn't either. Okay. <laughs> Where did Anders win state? That's all I'm saying. Okay. And, um, 33 D1 commits and roughly seven draft picks, I'm thinking. Okay. Over uh, since 2004. I was going to say 15 years. Yeah, and let's put it this way. They started coaching when I was in eighth grade. I could have made the team when I was in seventh grade. Wow. They were that bad. It was a program that was a mess. There was just systemic drinking problems in the program, and they cleaned it up in that sense. And their second year they went to state, and they went to state for four years in a row. And okay. one, two. I mean, there's – nobody else can really point to the success that they've had in such a short period of time like that with an unknown program. Because yeah. St. Thomas was an unknown program when they took it over. Yeah. So what's your take on, on why they stepped down? Um, Tired? No. Really? I, Are you suggesting that they didn't willfully step down? Yes. I'm not suggesting that at all. I, my take on it, and I don't know, I'm not, I'm not on the inside at St. Thomas Academy, is I've watched Tom and Greg coach over the years, and the energy level from those two guys has not been the same this year. And I don't see the energy level. I, think, I, I succinctly believe that these guys are just ready to be done. And maybe there's along some of the lines you're saying of some administrative things, all those things. But I just think they were ready to be done. Yeah, I I, I don't think Tom was ready to be done until he won in two A. Okay, so you um, are you saying is this is this a Vanelli. hot take? Are you saying Tom Vanelli, Greg Vanelli, or Tom Vanelli in some way could continue coaching someplace else? He could end up someplace else. Yeah. What about a Trey, a Cretan St. Thomas Trey? Tom already coached at Cretan. That's, That's my point. About. That's my point. He could go back there because we I, know that Matt Funk is interested in coaching in St. Thomas. I don't have I, to ask. I don't have to ask him. I don't see Funk leaving Creek. I don't either. But I, I, I could see be, other people. Are uh, you thinking leaving, Brian Murphy leaving Creighton? Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's a see, take. That's your take, not but mine. I I don't see Funk leaving Creighton. I okay. think Funk Funk has committed a lot to building up Creighton. And he's done a great job with what he's already done at Creighton. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, it's kind of wasting what you've already already, built. Yeah. I just know he he coached there. He was JV for 10 years. He played there. I mean, the whole deal. I just think that this is the job tied perfectly fit for Matt Funk to be there. I mean, will he leave 50 50? I would be ecstatic if Funk came over. 
I I love Matt Funk. Don't get me wrong. When he got the Creighton job, I sent him a text saying, you know, I'm going to be rooting for you all but one game out of the year. Right. And because I meant that, you know, I yeah, clearly I did. First class guy. No and question. and so I I would be very happy, but I think they would. They're going to probably hopefully try for somebody else. If you look at a, this is a one of the more premier programs in the state. Mm-hmm. So, and they have some of the most money to deal with in the state too. Yep. More than probably any other program. Is that more than Adana? Because of boosters. Okay, whatever. I, I, I'm not going there. I, it, it, high school hockey yeah. jobs are. Seven to twelve thousand dollar jobs. This isn't that big of a. I. Yeah. It's I, not, the money isn't it, what people are in it for. It, <laughs> no. It's the no. power and the glory. That's and the camps and all that. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. So I, I think they will try to go after a bigger name. They should at least. Yep. In yep. that sense. I agree. I don't think they could go wrong with Matt Funk. So no. No. I'm. I'm not saying that either. But I don't see Funk leaving Creed. Okay. So let's speaking can, of can I can I on the Manelli? Yeah. I, I, yeah. My only thing to say here is that I think that um, you know, the skill set that it takes to build a program up from nothing and then win consistently at a high level at Double A are are fairly different skill sets. Uh, with the Manelli's, I think there there was no doubt they had the former. Uh, they took a you know, program that, as Danny explained perfectly, was nothing and made it into a, a power, uh, one of the best programs Class A has ever seen. But um, but the ability to, to win tight, you know, close double-A playoff games, I think, has been the wrap on St. Thomas for the past couple of years. And, you know, they've got one more shot here, but so far the Manelli's haven't proven that ability to you know, press the right buttons in a big game situation. And so that, that's my perhaps mixed comment on their legacy. A little jab on the way out the door, Carl. That a boy. All right. Uh, speaking of St. Thomas, that will be we'll lead that off with our games of the past. Go ahead, Daniel. What, what, what did we see last week? Well, um, other than the flat tire that I got at St. Thomas, the day rounded out pretty well. St. Thomas Academy won three to nothing over Creighton. Um, pretty much tagged Mac Leeson the whole time um, and shut him down, and then shut down the Raiders as well. Um, Eastview two, Lakeville South one in overtime was an interesting one. Yeah. Eastview is kind of hitting their stride. Yes, and they that, are. I saw them play. I saw them play at Jefferson earlier this year, and I thought, yeah, without Zach Anderson, I was like, that's not a bad team. You know, I, I didn't think they were that bad. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll refresh your memory in a couple seconds. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, Mankato East. Four, Mankato West three. Um, that's yep. an important section one talk right there. Egan five, Rosemont one. This one was a little surprising, at least on my end, um, seeing Rosemont play a couple of times. This is a very good squad. And this was a game that they needed to um, win, I would argue yeah. that. Yeah. This is a big section game. So that can flip-flop them between two and three, possibly. I still see them as the two seed, but um, they need to win out now. Yeah, I still, still think Brazil's yeah. in the conversation for two and three as well. Yeah. They have, like, three wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Carl. Burnsville doesn't have that many wins. All right. Okay. So, you have to win to be a two seed. Got it. Two seed includes wins. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Keep going. Keep going. Um, Moorhead four, East Grand Forks three. 
Hermantown 5, Grand Rapids 3, and that took some empty netters, which was kind of weird. Um, Andover 4, Maple Grove 1. I was at this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I say on non-Olympic-sized ice, this was would have been a better game. Any game's better on non-Olympic-sized ice. I, I still <laughs> think I've never seen a good game at Maple Grove Arena because of the Olympic-sized ice. Uh, I saw... Uh, one of the best games I saw last year was Eden Prairie Maple oh, Austin World Bantams final in our in our Blue Ox it was a great game two to one game back any team could have won it was pretty exciting loud in there yeah but yes for the most part when I go into that place ninety percent of the games I see in there are boring boring um, but uh, to this point I Andover is clicking right now they are looking very strong this was a convincing win that they had. So just want to uh, note that. Hard to argue. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to pick them in Hockey Day. The teaser, teaser there. Um, Bloomington Jefferson 3, Benil 2. Um, this was the first of Bloomington Jefferson games this week that were quite shocking. If um, we had time on the show, they would be a head scratcher. They are mm-hmm. a definite head scratcher. Wyzetta 7, Eastview 1. Now can you take back your Eastview comments? Why is that as a head scratcher? No, not seven to one. That's running time. They lost to Alex. Who lost to Alexandria? Okay, don't do that. Um, <laughs> Sounds like me. Yeah. I know. I pulled a Carl on you. <laughs> uh, Monticello three, North Branch two, five um, A conversation. Monticello mm-hmm. continues to be the number yep. one seed there. Hill Murray two, Stillwater one. Hill Murray will be the two seeds. Stillwater, the three seed, and White Bear Lake, the one seed. It's all but done. It's all but done on that now. Um, interesting note, Stillwater has kept both of those games as a one-goal game. So I'm just saying, Tony, we'll get into later how you um, will hate the tournament if something, something yeah, things happen. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Um, Great so, segment, by the way. It's going to be fun. Uh, Minnetonka three, White Bear Lake two. That score is deceiving. It's not as close as that looks. I would say you watch most of that, Tony. Mm-hmm. Right? Watch the whole thing. Yeah, uh, not not indicative to the play. I'm not saying White Bear wasn't scrappy and no. and had some great chances, but again, Charlie Glockner, he's like the he's the difference on that team. Yeah, he really. You'll is. see this weekend. He's the difference on that team for one and a half periods. You mean? Why? What do you mean? They're probably going to split goaltenders. Oh, they are. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, well, oh yeah. Well, whatever. He's a difference maker. Are they going to? Uh, is is Wes Swenson going to play for 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 Andover? I'm not saying anything. Supposedly. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Good for good for them doing that. Yeah. Um, True. Ex- making an exhibition game even more of an exhibition. exhibition. <laughs> when goaltenders wear hats. It's an exhibition game, okay? That's all I'm saying. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. That's one why I am one versus two. Yeah, when they wear eye black. Oh uh, yeah, there is reasons why I'm not going up to Bemidji. The fact that that starts at 9:30 and the second game's at like five o'clock, probably. I am not going to be there. I'll give you negative five reasons why I'm not going to be there. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. St. Cloud Cathedral 5, Sartell 1, very convincing win in 6A for Cathedral there. Um, Duluthy 6, Grand Rapids 3. Um, a much closer game than game it than looked. Score, yes. Yes. It, it wasn't. Wanna... It wasn't. <laughs> oh, oh, of course. Of course. 
Um, okay, Rozo 5, War Road 0 in the rivalry game. Um, St. Thomas Academy. Did you see that goal by Hugelin, the between leggers that I posted? No, yeah. I got to see that. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. Um, okay, St. Thomas Academy 3, Hastings 0. This was after the Vanelli's news. Yep. So I, I think that's worth noting. And Hastings keeping St. Thomas close. Hastings is a team kind of to watch in 1AA right now. Couldn't get a box. Couldn't get anything on because cadets don't tweet no, much. I couldn't get no. much on Twitter that night at all. I couldn't get it until the next morning. Yeah, that's another thing. The new head coach will probably have a more active Twitter handle. Possibly. <laughs> There's a good possibility on that. Um, Elbert Lee, three. Mankato West, one. Just noting that in Very, section one. That Albert Lee is an X factor in that section. Yeah. They've beaten some teams and just got pounded by some teams. So yes. You never know when you're going to get from Albert Lee. Exactly. Um, Eden Prairie, four. Cloquet, one of their northern trip. This was the first mm-hmm. leg. Roso three, Greenway one. Roso is on a roll right now. Like ten in a row, something like that. They are hot. Um, are they? Well, we'll get to your top ten. Are they sniffing around top ten mm-hmm. now, Carl? One five. They cracked the top fifteen. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, Eden Prairie one, Duluth East one. Carl, maybe walk through that game a couple seconds. Sure. It was just a very even, tight, pretty well-played game, back and forth. I think each team had sections where they were controlling. Uh, each team had, I think, good chances were fairly even also. Um, East did have uh, Frederick Hunter Payne back in the lineup, so they were, well, good in theory at full strength. I don't think he was throwing his weight around quite as much as he always does. But uh, uh, So they had a full lineup. Jack Jensen took a little knock in this game, but came back, looked, looked good afterwards. Um, so. It's a good tight game, and it goes to show that you know you see teams like East and Eden Prairie and Blaine who have all played really close games with one another. They're all right there, I think, right behind the top tier of teams. Carl, I follow your Twitter feed, obviously, especially during games that you're at that can't get any access. The Eden Prairie Twitter feed blows you away. <laughs> he is, he or she is so good. That's one of my duties this week it, is to find out who's behind yeah. that feed. Yeah, he has some. Awesome takes. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm not even gonna follow Carl. I'm following this guy. He's yeah. got he's got cheerleader pictures. Oh yeah, oh, he's yeah. ripping on the hounds. He's calling the hounds great. You know he's yeah. he's all over the place. <laughs> you never know what's yep. gonna come up with that tweet. You know you never get like a one one after two. You know it's 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 some great great commentary. And this the complete shift from earlier in the season too. Like for the first month or so, Eden Perry's Twitter was game update, one nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're standing. All of a sudden, the most entertaining thing on earth. Yeah, yes, yes, it is. I great. remember Eric Zimmerman in our in our text string goes, "Who lit this guy up?" You know, <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Yeah, it was during the Blaine game." Yes, yes. It's just like all of a sudden it turned. Yeah, you know? exactly. Okay, um, Lakeville South seven, Prior Lake one. That's a head scratcher. Great win by Hoops right there. Absolutely. Um. This one was a head scratcher. Wiper like five, Woodbury four in overtime. Peter was there. He got, called me after the game. He was, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he said, "quote." And if we got White Bear fans, he goes, "That's the most undisciplined team I've seen in three years." <laughs> quote. End quote. Yeah, if you're a White Bear fan, that's a head scratcher. Yeah, that's a definite head scratcher. Okay, game I was at St. Cloud Cathedral nine, Orono six. 
I mean, if the guy, refs didn't want to call a, anything was a slash, Tony, anything. I saw five broken sticks in the Montemidai Hill Murray game. Zero. Uh, zero <laughs> in the Cathedral. The funny part was when Cathedral scored their seventh goal, I didn't get who it was. It was on the other end. And so I went to these JV Cathedral players in front of me. I was like, who scored? And they couldn't figure it out either. And I was like, ah, it doesn't matter. It's the seventh goal. Nobody's looking at this point. There was five more goals. Yeah. <laughs> it was just uh, a lot. Okay, Hermantown 3, Minnetonka 3. This was a uh, what I of two games. Yeah, what I've heard is so Minnetonka went up quick mm-hmm. and then the Biondi um Pierce line just stormed back and tied it up. It's still weird for me watching Joey put Pierce play defense his entire youth career playing forward. It's just know. I can't grasp it still. And, and he's very offensive defenseman, so it's not a huge leap, but it's still just an odd for me as a, a youth guy. But he guy. hasn't missed a step. No. no. That's the funny part, right, is he's just as good. Um, but, yeah, so yet again, the number one team in Class A always gives the Class 2A team a run for its money. Yep. Moorhead 2, Bloomington Jefferson 2, overtime. Head scratcher um, part 2. Uh, hats off to Twiggy. I mean, this here, was a great week that he had. Here come the Jets. <laughs> no, I don't know no. if they're going to state, but they're, they're <laughs> something, there's something going on there. They Good. are not in the Wall of Fame this year at Big. They are not oh. a Wall of Fame team. Okay, no, but I'm telling you, this is this – is it's, it's the start get, of a good thing. It's, it's getting start. better. Which getting is better. good. Which yep. is really good. Yep. Um, a game I chose not to go to. Wait, wait, one more take. Yes. Does it? Is it just so happened that my son is out of the program? The the Tony Jinx on Jefferson is going away. I don't want to say. You know, some 1998 they moved some, there. Some players. 2018. <laughs> it's getting there. It's just. It's some, come back, some huh? parents, Tony, really just push their kid and have a poison on the program. Okay, yeah. just I don't point fingers. <laughs> but I've known you for a while. I am the poison. I was the poison <laughs> all these years. You just didn't see it. You you knew everybody, right? You are always. I was teaming. the poison. I was. <laughs> it was it, it was obvious throughout the bus, but so now, now yeah, we finally realized. I was dug so deep in there. <laughs> right. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. Um, a game I chose not to go to because I figured the score was going to be this. Edina 7, Blake 2. It was close through two periods. and then two Yeah, Blake gave him a game in the second period. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch that, Carl? No, I was following along, but I wasn't really watching. So. Okay. I... I I this is a Blake team that can't finish three periods, right? And except, so, except against Eden Prairie, except against Eden Prairie. But uh, on the good teams that we've seen, I've they've still yet to play three periods of puck, and so they're young. If they do, yeah. this is a deadly team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosemount six, Lakeville North four. Um, good bounce back win by the Irish there after earlier in the week. Hill Murray 2, Montemidi 2. Um, Montemidi looked very, very good in this game. One of the, the funnier things happened. After that, they're going up to 3, and East Grand's coming down. I, that's so a horse I mean, they're, they're a horse piece, but I still think I that happens. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so when one Bagley takes a penalty and the other one scores on the power play, that's pretty funny. That's pretty cool. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but I like how somebody asked me on Twitter, why do two brothers play for two different schools? And I was like, I go, Twitter does not have enough characters for that. You don't know the Bagley. <laughs> 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 well, um, and, then, and then a convincing win by Blaine, 8-2 to two over Holy Family. And it's worth noting because eight goals on Bailey Huber is pretty impressive. When did that game start? I literally... Nine? I think it was like <laughs> an eight o'clock start. My wife's like, are you coming to bed? I'm like, the Blaine Holy Family game's not over yet. I can't... I got, I got to tweet out this game. How many times do you think this happens a week, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, five. At least three. <laughs> five, maybe. <laughs> yeah, pretty true. No, are you going to come to bed? No, man. I got to get... Blaine Holy Family's not over yet. I can't come to bed. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Anyways, that's the games of the past. Carl, what's your top ten? All right. Well, for the first time, we could possibly have a question at number one, but I still happen to talk at number one. Yeah. Thomas. Yep. Yep. Two Andover. Yeah. Three Edina. Yeah. Four Maple Grove. Sure. Yeah. That's the silence of affirmation. I mean, okay. <laughs> And then Blaine, I'm guessing, right? Blaine is at five, yeah. So we've got a four or five minutes. Now, Carl, who is Blaine beat? Who is Blaine beat? Still no one. And, and people are already ranking me on the forum for putting them, them up at, as high as number five. So know that much. <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep going. Six Duluth East. The Duluth Stewarts. Oh, okay, yeah. Duluth East. Okay. I mean, well, let's wait this for them to. sponsored. No. <laughs> after, they, after they dominated. Rapids and oh. Denfeld. Oh yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I forgot those games. Those were major, major. They didn't, miles. they didn't lose, and they dropped a spot. You yelled at me for doing that to a team last week. Um, <laughs> ram, 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 ram. go on. All right, who's next? Seven, Seven Eden Prairie. Here. Yeah. Yep. St. Thomas is too high right now. I can say that much. That, that's is it. St. Thomas is eight. It is eight. Yeah. I mean, who else would you put there? I would move St. Thomas ahead of EP and East right now. Just wow. on the high test of seeing them play. Okay. Iliad okay. Homer picks. That's what these no, guys are. No, Come on. No, but uh, I granted, I think the Stucker addition uh, has really changed this team. The last, uh, And I've seen two of their last three games. And okay. That's where I come from. Then. Nine. That's cute. Nine White Bear Lake. Cute. <laughs> that's cute, but there's still eight. Okay. Nine white bear. I think that's deserved even though they yeah. They barely beat Woodbury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their their quality win is Hill. Yep. Okay. And then and here's a team with a couple quality wins and a couple doozy of losses. Right? Yep. yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They only played one game, didn't they? Yeah, they just killed St. Louis Park, so yeah, nothing well, too much to conclude there. We haven't said our guest this week, right? Although I've tweeted it. Okay, so if you haven't seen or heard, um, we'll be joined by Mike Kester, senior defenseman from Chaska, and we'll ask him about what it's like or what his team is because we don't understand Chaska. Yeah, we don't. No. We don't. Okay. All right. Anything on the – you said Rozo was 15. Any, uh, anybody else that you want to mention that's kind of sneaking uh, their 
say Wyzetta is back up to 11, which is, they had a, they've been coming back after their little blip there around the holidays. Rose Mountain, Murray, Benilde still hovering in there. Yeah, no other big movers. The okay, the to biggest walk mover. Uh, Benilde moved down. Yes, mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. yeah, down to 14. Okay. All right. Speaking of teams, um, like a mad scientist, scientists, we came up with our ideal state tournament. And this is based on our team loves. Uh, A little bit. History. I think it's more the, the, you know, we want the quintessential sexy state tournament. Like, what would it be to have these teams, wouldn't it be great if these teams were in the tournament? Because last year we got that with the four teams making it to state. Yeah, we we got the top four. Yes. Right? And then Centennial, too. They were 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 a top ten team all year. All year. You want to get the top ten teams in there. Um, And then, so we're going to pick our ideal state tournament, and then we're going to pick our... Less than ideal state tournament. <laughs> okay. the, so the, I need somebody to sit next to that actually I can talk to during that game because I don't want to watch Anoka play. Right, right. It's kind of the Anokas of the world, okay? And no offense to Anoka. Anoka. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, we've determined, the three of us determined that we don't want to see Lakeville North or Lakeville South in the state tournament because they're not going to be a top five seed anyway. You know, the, the 2015 Lakeville North we wanted badly to see in yeah, there. Yeah. This year... North or South, no. horse apiece. I'd prefer to see Century in there. I'd love to see a rock through Southern Minnesota team. Hastings. And yeah. you want Hastings? I, I'm not going to – I won't argue with Hastings or Farmington or any of those teams. I no. think it would be fun to see one of those three teams in there. Agree? Lake, yeah. yeah, because Lakeville North or South is not playing St. Thomas in the first round. Okay? Because St. <laughs> Thomas is not good enough to gather one of the top three spots. Correct. Correct. They will not. As so they right don't have now, a chance to win. As of right now, St. Thomas. We'll get to we'll get to section okay, three yes, in just yes. a second. Section two's got to be Minnetonka. It has to be Minnetonka for two sections. Okay. Yeah. Number one team, defending state champ. We want to see them. At we want to see them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It wouldn't be terrible, but yeah, we want to talk up. Right. Okay. So number the section three. Uh, Carl and I tug a ward on this one. Um, he doesn't want to see St. Thomas in it. I still think St. Thomas is a draw. Um, the nice part is they bring a good student section. The, once a year. That's once their a, annual yep. pilgrimage. They're once a year. They go eight miles to the, the, the yep. arena to, to watch a game in their fancy little uniforms with the yellow strings around it. And then no one goes to Mariucci the next day. Nope. Okay, so the yellow screen means honor unit with distinction, okay. but we'll move on. We'll move on. Moving on. Carl, you think that Rosemont is sexier, right? I do. I mean, they, they've never been. They've never been to state. They've got a, a front end player. They're you know, strong defense. I think they could. You know, they're probably not going to be a seeded team, but they'd be competitive. They'd be a fun team to watch. Okay. Hi. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. Um, section four. You got the top three to choose from. I think the sexiest one is White Bear Lake. Yeah, because you know that their fan base is going to show up for that game. Mm-hmm. They got great uniforms, great history. No, they, they got yeah, they do. Those are ugly. Sweet. Those are. Ugly. I like their uniforms. Uh, they got a great fan base, and the it's the mystery, a- the mystery of a first round game of White Bear in person since I've. Literally trashed them a million times since YHH wow. started, <laughs> losing first round games. Seventeen. That is exciting. 
I think that's sexier than way sexier yeah. than a Bill Murray two and one two and zero barbecue zero and two barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And Stillwater. That's it. And White Bear hasn't been in about nine years now. Twenty eleven was the last. It's time been a while. Eight, eight years. Yeah. Right there. Oh, well, that's a long well, time. So just a couple of caveats to that. It think it's been nine, eight, nine years. Okay, mm-hmm. how old were these kids when they the last time White Bear was in the tournament? They were in like really in young grade school type of yep. thing. And then I also don't mind Hill because Hill brings a lot of people. Yeah, it, yeah. That Stillwater does nothing for me this year because I don't see them winning a first round game. Correct. All right, yeah. uh, let's go section five. Got to be Maple Grove or Blaine. It doesn't both are. Long. I yeah. say fifty fifty sexy fifty fifty sexy. Because you got the Brodzinski, you got some beautiful uniforms from Blaine. They'll yeah, probably have pretty. some. They'll have some hair dye going on oh, there. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be great. <laughs> and then you got Maple Grove, which will be. They got a ton of talent on that yeah. team. They can win great the uniforms. They could win the tournament. Yeah, it's, both are sexy. Now, what's not sexy would be champ. Well, get it that 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 that. We got the next segment. Patience. Section six, Edina, end of story. It's got green breezers. There's nothing. We'll, yeah, you yeah. hate to uh, you hate to see them. Yeah, yeah you hate, you hate to, to like, hate to like, but I gotta have them in the tournament. Yeah, gotta have them. If they're not in the tournament, it, it, it's not a it's not a state tournament. Speaking of breezers, you gotta have the red breezers in seven double A. And I know this is gonna sound homerish. I like Andover. <laughs> But nothing is sexier than those red breezers and Mike Randolph. I mean, oh, Mike Randolph's on. old jacket from 1985. You know, he was a red one, and now he's got the blonde girl on the bench with him. I mean, this is this is good. This is good. Whoa. Right? This is a revelation. This is Hey, I've noticed, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Debbie, Debbie, I can't go up to bed. I'm watching Duluth East. Oh, no, it's not that bad. Come bench. on. Come on. <laughs> Everybody's noticed. <laughs> Poor Paige. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad Tony is the one to go on the, the Bluefeast love fest and not me. So I, yeah. I'm sure that love. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Section eight. Rozo. It has to be Rozo. It has to be. It has to be Rozo. The beautiful uniforms. Beautiful. Tradition. Neil Broughton. I mean, it's there, I don't care right? if they bring 25 people. Right, Carl? It doesn't matter to me. It's right, awesome. Yeah. And they have an interesting team this year. They'd be really interesting to watch in a first-round game. They're a total unknown against big teams. They've got a strong defense. They've got a Mr. Hockey candidate. It's an interesting game. It's a yawn and strand type of team. We saw Mm -hmm. from a couple of years ago that gave Lakeville North a really good run for their money. This Rozo team, if they make it to state, would do the same exact thing. I agree. Uh, The Hugland brothers, they're not the Broughton brothers, but they're for sure fun to watch, without a question. Yeah. Definitely fun to watch. All right, now where the ratings will spike. Okay, this is where we're going to get some huge ratings. We're going to talk about the teams we not necessarily, we don't think are as sexy. Sure. Okay? Uh, section one, we all agree, no offense to our friends in Lakeville, but seeing in another Lakeville North or Lakeville South unseated team. With yeah, 12 wins. Not, yep. Yeah. I, I was describing this to somebody this week. I said driving home from school 
and I hit Owatonna, I didn't go, hey, I'm home. When I saw the Lakeville target, I said I'm home, okay? Yeah. That is not southern Minnesota. No. That's end of story. All right. Agreed. But if you did, if we didn't have them, you wouldn't. Uh, yeah. It's that, you need eight teams, okay? Yeah. All right. So here's one where we're going to have a little debate, okay? I say Eden Prairie out of the remaining, because I don't, I don't think uh, Holy Family or Prior Lake even have a chance. Because no. for Holy Family. You've got to have a chance to make it to state, right? They, they have to win against either Chaska, Eden Prairie, or uh, Minnetonka. They have to win two and, out of those three. And, and Prior Lake, for that matter. That's not a guarantee. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I don't see that happening. So you got to pick one of the, you know, Chaska or Eden Prairie have a realistic chance of beating Minnetonka. I don't think they will, but they have a chance. Of those two, the team I don't want to see, no offense to my friends, Eden Prairie, is Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie's been in the tournament so many times. It's the, we're trying to come up with least yeah. sexy. I Eden Prairie's the least Jack sexy. Jack Jensen in the tournament yeah, was very Again, sexy. no bad options in Section 2. But if you top, had yeah. to pick one to put in there, I got to put Eden Prairie in there. Off the top three, there's no bad. I mean, this is Correct. the least. Uh, yeah, like, the, the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with six. I mean, there's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, really good choices in six. Eden Agreed. Prairie loses, oh. loses points for its pan, fan base, too. Yes. They only show up for the championship games. <laughs> sad. All right, section three, I got to put St. Thomas Academy in here. They've been there so many times. They never win in the first round. It's the same old, same old. That's not sexy. Vanelli's not. This is their last year. Still not. Doesn't do it for me. Crisp uniforms. Good uniforms. That's it. Uh, Carl, which, what's your pick for uh, Section 3? Least yeah, team you don't want to see. Too. Yeah. But the the nice part about St. Thomas is their student section chirps every rogue oh. student section. Okay. All right. Well, no, I'm Moving just saying on. that's a fun part. Moving on. Okay. Uh, section four. Uh, we've agreed that we all agree that White Bear is the best, is, is the best choice of the three viable candidates. Uh, Hill Murray or Stillwater? Lee Sexy? Lee Sexy. Stillwater. How about you, Carl? Uh, Hill, just because I'm getting really sick of their O2 barbecue routine. Yeah, it's a flip of a coin. I'm just going to do it because we're kind of torching teams. I'm going to torch Matt Doman's multiple <laughs> horseshoes on the jersey. Just some just the 53 the horseshoes on that jersey. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Stillwater. Plus, from a goal scoring perspective, Thank they had five it. goals yesterday. My eyes almost popped out of my head. They're a, they're a soccer team. It's two to one, one to nothing, two yeah, to two tight games. That's not sexy. No, they, I, they, I could see. <laughs> They were the state soccer champions, so make them. Yeah. <laughs> and they got a, they got a couple of soccer players on their team, so yeah. All right, uh, how about this for lots of least sexy choices in five? Right, Ugh. Centennial, Bad. Champlain oh, Park. Well, you know what I mean? It's like if, just just the list goes on and on. If it's not Maple Grove or Blaine, right? It's really going to be bad. It would be bad, yeah. but it's possible. It, it's possible. I mean, it's, that would it's be happened. one of those things. Like, it's happened. I might stay at McGovern's. <laughs> if Anoka's playing? <laughs> if Anoka's playing. Like, you guys lose a game? Yeah. Lose a game? Not going. <laughs> Not going. All, All right. right. Section six. And again, Wyzetta is who Carl and I, do you agree with this? Wyzetta would be the least sexy of yeah. the viables? I, 
very much agree with that. I agree too. I mean, I mean, Ken Polly's sexy. So if Benilde makes it, that's because he's a, a lightning rod of a coach, right? So he's good, right? And then Benilde's uniform's yeah. great. No. They've Oh, they're awesome uniforms. It's such Come a knockoff like, of the Red Wings. It's a great uniform, oh. regardless of the great uniform. I would never hang Blake on. would be great, right? Yeah, Blake would be Blake would be fantastic. Yeah, be I mean, these would be great stories, right? Yeah. Why is that? Creighton would be too. Yeah. Creighton would be great. Yeah, because awesome. you get Gleason in the tournament. It would be perfect. Great, right? Yeah. They would be all great, right? But why is that of all the choice, all the viables, I would say that is the least sexy. You know, I would have to go through security with a pillow and a blanket. And they'd yes. be like, what is this? I'm like, it's no metallic. I mean, yeah. I just need this so I can fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. Bring away that Italian park game. If we're, if we're, <laughs> yeah, if we're, if we're ripping up Stillwater and Wyzetta, just programming note here, there's, those high schools would be very excited to be in the state tournament. Oh, yeah. I, I, as, don't get me wrong. As, as hockey snobs, we don't want to see them. I mean, this is I'm unleashing full snobbiness. Yes, we are full snobbiness. Okay, this is a tricky one. Seven double A, uh, Andover is the least sexy. Yeah. I mean, they have Division One commits, and it's a good story. And they'll State win. Tournament. No, here's why they're least sexy, Tony. They'll win their first round game. Oh, for sure they and will. So you're seeing them play at least twice. Yep. I agree. And, and uh, I don't know. It, it's just not something. They don't, have, they don't have red breezers. They don't have red breezers. It's no, just red breezers. I mean, I, it's not red breezers. And it's not cloquet. And it's not cloquet. I mean, yeah, cloquet would be fantastic. It would be. It would be fantastic. It's, I think part of it, I think we talked about this before the show, was Andover still, like you talked about Lakeville not being southern Minnesota. Yeah. Andover uh, ain't northern Minnesota. Not northern Minnesota. That's, a, That's the part that makes them, yeah. if they were in five, they would be sexy. Yeah, if yeah, they yeah, were in five, that would, that would be, be one heck. I would love it if they were in five because that would be a really cool story. Great uniforms, great everything. But the fact that they're coming out of that section and preventing yeah. a Duluthish team out, uh, I no, can't do it. I can't do it either. Nope. Northland team because you got to figure it out. Rapid to be rapid. All right. And last but not least, oh man, I'm going to make some enemies here. Section eight, the team we don't want to see is Moorhead, right? I would say St. Michael. Well, I don't think they're, they're viable, though. Go, though. Yeah. I don't think they're viable. So, how many teams are viable in eight? Uh, that's a Brainerd, Moorhead, Rosa would be the three. Okay. And I'm just saying, Brainerd would be awesome. It would be their first time in the tournament. Can you imagine how the people from Brainerd that would show up at the state tournament if they made it? it and the people from Blaine that would come and support Coach. It would be insane, right? Yeah. Not that Morad doesn't travel well. They they go every year. Yeah. I'm just saying we've just seen this movie before, at least eight times. Yeah, and then okay? when Morehead does win the first round game, then it's just it, they'll lose the championship. Frenzy. It's just frenzy. It's frenzy. <laughs> and it, again, no rip on Morehead. I'm talking about what is the greatest, what would be the best and funnest state tournament for us. Rozo. Yep. Rozo. Without a question. Without a question. <laughs> Without a question. <laughs> Rozo. Please. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we're going to move on uh, to our Red Black player interview. Huge shout out to Red and Black League for uh, sponsoring the show. This week's show has Mike Kester on the show. Mike played as a ninth grader with Ethan Benz and Blaine Warner in the Red and Black League. Thank you very much. Uh, a great league for uh, fall. Uh, off-season hockey, spring off-season hockey, multi-sport type players, 
a huge variety of players. There's varsity players, JV players, J-Gold players. There are players of all uh, uh, ability levels. Uh, you get to make friends with uh, teams from all over the Metro and outside the Metro. My and son's no check. It's no checking league. My son played with a bunch of kids from Startel once. It was all blue helmets. It was well, pretty cool to watch. Here's the thing. You look back at that, Tony, and you go, Sartell's really on the rise right now? But that's after Jake stopped playing hockey. Again, another <laughs> weird, weird coincidence. Just a weird coincidence. Anyways. We'll hand it over to Danny uh, to, to start off the interview with Mike Kester. Thank you, Tony. Yes, we are joined here today with Chaska senior defenseman, Mike Kester. Um, Mike, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. Uh, it's going good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Always always fun to have a, a offensive defenseman come on. We had one on last week, and so it's kind of fun to ask them about their games sometimes like that. But um, first off, I think my question is probably the million-dollar question that everybody wants to know about Chaska is you guys have lost the teams like Eveleth, Sartell, and Buffalo, but you've beaten Edina and Eden Prairie. I, for us as rankers or casual fans or just standard rubes, we have no idea what's going on in Chaska most of the time. What What do you see your team like? Uh, yeah, obviously, um, the games in the earlier part of the season, you know, we were four and five going into the tournament. Um, obviously no one expected that it was a big eye opener, uh, to the team. And I think the biggest thing is that we weren't, we didn't, we didn't panic. We stuck with it. And, uh, I think the biggest thing is through the hockey for life games, playing Minnetonka, um, we learned how to be consistent because we knew we were going to have to be consistent to beat those teams. And uh, those are even bigger challenge with our start. So I think from we're more uh, we are a more consistent team now. And uh, the biggest thing is, especially with our conference coming up now, is learning how to play in every single game. Uh, like play our best, stay consistent, and playing on our conference teams, we know we're going to dominate more often. Then the biggest thing is um, being more consistent in our defensive zone, neutral zone, and our offensive zone. You know, not getting off the turnovers because uh, that's that's where they're scoring is off, off the turnovers and us uh, just making mental mistakes. So coming mentally, physically prepared for every single game from now on is uh, the biggest thing. And I think uh, you'll see the real Chaska Hawks team the rest of the year. All right, we're going to hand it up to Duluth and get to hear, get a question from Duluth today. Carl, what do you got for uh, Mr. Kester? Yeah, so thanks for coming on, Mike. And, you know, I certainly saw what you were describing there. I was at, at the game in Evelyn, and uh, you definitely saw that. Those, those turnovers were the killer. And, of course, you were out hurt for that game, too, so that – May have affected a thing or two there, but uh, at the same time, uh, my question really is about um, playing for Dave Thuggerud. You know, he's a, a, we know him pretty well here on the podcast. He's a great guy, but at the same time, kind of unorthodox. uh, You know, he's kind of got a split personality going. You know, in that Evelyn game, I think he spent about half half an hour just ragging on the refs at one point. So it's pretty entertaining (laughs) to watch from the from the the stands. But what's he like to, to play for as a player? Um, yeah, as a player, obviously, it's he's that's I'd say he's the best coach I've ever had, um, just because he demands the best out of his players, and um, obviously, yes, you see that side of him, you know, where he gets on players, and it's all just to learn. Um, our goal at the end of the year uh, is obviously to to win the state tournament. So from here on out, 
he wants he, he's demanding the best of his players. He knows that guys are gonna make mistakes and he's gonna be there to correct them. And then it's up to the player, you know, are you gonna be coachable? Are you gonna are you gonna correct those mistakes? And so you see that split personality when you get off the ice and he's he's the nicest human being ever and that's what he preaches to us. I think uh as a hockey coach, like playing under him as a hockey player, the what you see the one side of the rink, that's what most people see. But I think the best part is off the ice. Um, he's always preaching to us, you know, be a good student, sit in the front of the classroom, say thank you to teachers, and most importantly, be a good human being off the ice. Because when you're working hard, being a good human being off the ice, it translates to habits on the ice in the classroom. So I think that's the biggest thing is uh, you see one side of him on the rink, the really competitive side, and he's demanding the best out of his players. But you see the really nice guy demanding the best out of us off the ice as human beings as well. Well, uh, we were supposed – our deal, Mike, on the show is we were going to get Zing snuggy a little bit, but uh, after that, I can't go there. That's like a anti-Zing. We were supposed to do that. It's so hard to Zing him as a as a player because he, he, like, he doesn't say anything that you could I, Zing him on. I know, I know, I know. I'm so, just the only thing stuff. that I could probably Zing him on is how uh, – it was our freshman year, and – uh, as he's like, we were a super young team, and we we weren't very good in the defensive zone. So we went and did video, and he brings up uh, like a 1960 game, USA versus the Soviets. And he said, whatever <laughs> you're gonna do, don't do what this winger does. And he I, he goes out to the point, and he just gets walked by a Soviet defenseman. And he's like, that's me. Don't do that. <laughs> Something like that. So <laughs> he's just trying to make a fool out of himself and show us that. So that's the only thing I really got on him. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, I want to turn the questions to a little bit about your future. You, I, I want to ask you three future type questions. First, uh, what's your future right after the season? After, as you would say, after you guys win the state championship, what are your plans in the spring? Yeah, so I'll be. Uh, I am part of the Tri City Storm affiliate, or uh, however that works. So I'll be going down to Kearney, Nebraska, and uh, playing for them here in the spring in the regular season of playoffs, so. And you've played with them a little bit, right, over yeah. the last two years? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've played with them uh, last year. I played five games with them in the fall, and then I moved down there after our high school season here and played with them in the rest of the regular season in the playoffs down there, so. Okay. Have you ever gone to runs in Nebraska yet, Mike? I have not gone there. Okay, as a former Cornhusker, go to Runza. Okay, yeah, Runza? Runza, it's a restaurant. Oh, it's in Kearney? Well, they're all over the place. Oh, okay. It's a fast right. food choice. It's weird. It's a Nebraska thing. you got to do it. All right. Uh, uh, for sure. <laughs> next question. What are your plans next fall? Obviously, you're committed to the University of Minnesota. Do you plan on rolling next fall, or is it going to be another year in the USHL? Uh yeah, as of right now, it's undecided, but most likely I will be uh I'll be enrolling into the U next fall. So that's um definitely excited for it. So it'll be fun to play under Bob Motsko. I'm really excited for it. Uh they had a, did you see any of the games last this weekend against Notre Dame? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, pretty, they're rolling right now. Yeah, it was pretty exciting to watch them get some wins. I saw the Blake McLaughlin goal at the end last night. It was pretty exciting. All right, let's yeah, talk a little really bit was. about after college, after your hockey, you know, career is over, what are your plans? What do you want to do? What do you want to become in life after the hockey career is over? 
I'd say it. The biggest thing, um, I, I kind of want to get into business, maybe run my own business, but then eventually I kind of I want to turn into a coach, um, start youth and try to work my way up the ranks to high school, maybe junior in college. So I think I think my biggest goal is to become a coach and um, give back to the because like just seeing like being coached by the Lance Pillicks, Andy Brinks, Dave Smuggerhoods. You know, it'd be awesome to be a part of that and um, try to help kids develop their game when they're younger. Well, you've had some good role models. It was funny when you were talking about having a business. It's, it, you reminded me. It reminded me of Lance Pitlick. He's got a business, but he also does tons of coaching and mentoring as well. Yeah, that that's um, that's definitely the type of business that I'd want to get into. So, Lance is I'm definitely a role model for me in that aspect. Perfect, perfect. All right, so we're gonna go. Talk about some uh, games this week. Danny will talk about some games week, and then after that, we'll we'll talk about four pick'em games. You want to stick around for a minute and and do some pick'ems with us? Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Oh, okay. So um, games non pick'ems. Let's say uh, Greenway versus Hermantown plays on Tuesday. This was a preseason all or nothing game, and it seems like now it's nothing type of thing. <laughs> what it was. <laughs> so. Uh, Carl, are you going to go to the hot dome for this? Or are you going to branch I, out of your um, heritage shell? I will venture up the hill. It's, uh, so be, be proud of me for moving so far out. Yeah. It's 11 minutes from your house. I Googled That's it. That's far. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cold. Yeah. Okay. There'll, there'll be no uh, parking either. Well, there never is. There never is. Okay. It doesn't matter. They could be playing like Lake of the Woods. There's not going to be parking. Um, okay, Thursday, Minnetonka and Eden Prairie play in the late conference season starts up. Thief River Falls and War Road play. Uh, Blaine and Centennial. Centennial's been giving the Northwest Suburban teams kind of fits one mm-hmm. goal game. So they aren't wins and loss necessarily, but it's a team that's really kind of could be you know creeping up there. They struggles in Oka, though. So. But they – they gave um, Duluth East a good game. I know. I, I, it's just it's one of the Champlain – them and Champlain Park could make a damage in that section, and we could be calling each other like we did on little two Saturdays like years ago and <laughs> asking I think questions. That, I think that was the same day Anoka beat Blaine. No, oh, Anoka Maple beat, beat – uh, yeah, Anoka beat Centennial. Centennial. And, yeah. and Blaine Grove beat Blaine. Yeah. It, and Vanille beat Lysetta. No, 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 no. Creighton beat Benil. Benil. Okay, our memory is not what it used to be. No. Um, anyway. Friday, <laughs> Friday night, the home and away series of Edina and Hill Murray starts. Friday is at Aldrich, and um, Saturday is at Braemar, which is still weird. A hockey day game that we won't talk about, Greenway plays Bemidji on the lake. Um, Lakeville North plays Prior Lake on Saturday. Duluth East goes to Moorhead, which could be an interesting game for both squads. And Eden Prairie and Wyzetta play at Pick on Saturday as well, which could be an interesting one. But you know, Lakeville North play as well this week. They do. Okay. so But that's one of those games, Tony, I didn't know it at the beginning of the season. No, but, but I think they're both teams that could make a run in the in section play. Okay, let's do some pick-ems. 
All right, yeah, we got the best defenseman in the state on the line, and we're rattling off 2016 high school section semifinal games. Great. Uh, he's going to be doing that in a couple of years, so don't worry. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, so here, here are the rules. We do pick-ems. Uh, we go from oldest to youngest, so I get to go first. Game one, Lakeville North versus Lakeville South. I have my trusty uh, two-headed coin out. I'm going to go with Lakeville South on that one. How about you, Carl? I am also going with the Cougars. I think they've been a bit more consistent, and especially against uh, higher-end teams. They took care of business with Prior Lake. They did. <laughs> they also that lost to ECU, so. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Lakeville North in this. I, Lakeville North has kind of owned this rivalry of recent um, so I'm going to go Lakeville North, but it's a horse apiece, and I should probably be there on Tuesday. All right, Mike, uh, here's your first pick em. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with North as well. Uh, they're, they got a pretty high-powered first line in Schneider and Griffin, so I think we'll see if they can get the job done. Hey, uh, I'm going to be gone next week. You want to just come on the show and do this? <laughs> you know as much as long as we do. That's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Carl, you get the Andover, you get the Hockey Day game, Andover and Taco. When you go first, oh, great! Um, I'm trying to figure out which team is going to do better in negative five degrees. Um, ooh, I'm going to go with Minnetonka. I do think that they're still the more complete team, and I'm still not going to pick against them until they actually lose a game. Right, Danny, I'm going to go with a tie. Can I go with a tie? No, you Come can't on. go with a tie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's loud. That's allowed. We, we could give them that 10% Why chance. Why not? Yeah. Thank you, Carl. No, fine. If you're not going to let me go with a tie, then I'm going to go with Minnetonka. Although I saw Andover this week, and they looked very good, um, I still have to go with Tonka. All right, Mike. Uh, you played a lot of hockey with these Tonka guys. If you go against them, you're going to get roasted. So let's hear it. That's very true. <laughs> um I am going to go with Tonka. I think their game fits the outdoor better, but I think it'll end up coming down to goaltending. Yeah, so, both and both goalies both, are good. You you play with both, both goalies these guys. Really good. Yeah, you know, Glockner's Glockner's played really good every single time we played against them, and uh, I played with Fritzy growing up all the time, so I know they're both really, really good goaltenders. So it'll be fun to watch. Well, I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here. Uh, watching uh, Andover, Mabel Grove the other night, they were impressive. Um, this is, I, I've been calling it all year that I think the Andover could go undefeated this year. And if they oh get God. past this game, they have a pretty, pretty easy ride. You know, they have, they still have. Stop looking at me with like puppy dog eyes. I love undefeated. Gonna, I love undefeated. They still could do it. So I'm going to go Andover. <sighs> uh, Danny. Carl <laughs> uh, just yawned. I know he did. I know he did. All right. Next game, uh, another double A clash. Blaine and Maple Grove. Danny, you get to go first. So this is at Maple Grove. This is at the Olympic size ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Maple Grove on this one. Blaine won. Uh, Maple Grove won the first one. I want to say right. Maple Grove they won did. an overtime at. Yeah. And we talked about two to the, one. The Zamboni. Yes. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I think that um, I I I'm gonna go with Maple Grove on this one. I I like that squad a lot. All right. Uh, Mike, you're up. You get Blaine at Maple Grove. Uh, I'm going with Maple Grove on this one. Uh, I I don't really know the teams a lot. I know Blaine's been Blaine's been having a pretty good uh, record so far this year. They've been playing well, but I like Maple Grove's speed on the Olympic ice. 
All right. I'm going to go Blaine here after what they did to Holy Family last night. Yeah, they killed him. <laughs> I mean, not the Holy Family is a state contender. But Bailey stuff. Huber is a team. very good goaltender. They've rung up eight, and they have good defensemen. I mean, Tarchenko's a good defenseman. I just think this is a good team. Uh, I'm going Blaine. Uh, is going to beat Maple Grove, Carl? Yeah, I think Blaine's on a roll, so I'm going to stick with the Bengals also. All right. All right, last game. Um, this one is a – I'm not sure where this game is. This it's is, at Chaska. It's at Chaska. So Chaska hosts Benilde. Uh Mike, you get to go first on this one. Chaska Benilde. You know, it's a really tough one, but I'm going to have to go with the Hawks. I think they'll click this one out. All right. Uh, we we figured you would go that way, but we'll we'll, we'll come back to that in just a second. I'm going to go Benilde. They're red hot. They got big wins. Red like hot, red night. Yes, they are. <laughs> Carl, who do you got? Yeah, red hot after that loss to Jefferson, but at the same time, I, I think they'll bounce back. Uh, you know, the <laughs> red Knights are a very complete team. It's been getting good goaltending. Uh, yeah, they're, they're ready for a statement win here. All right. I, Danny? Uh, both these teams have inconsistencies sometimes. But you know what? I think Benilde is on the right track right now. This is kind of a statement win for them. Yeah. And, and they're good away from St. Louis Park. You know, this is a different type of arena. They're going to be used to it. The You know, the train whistle that blows at the beginning <laughs> of this period isn't going to bother them. And, and the Red Knights are going to keep keep that red hot, and they're going to keep going. <laughs> All right, so Mike, we 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 we've made changes in our picks before. Um, you know, you've heard what we've had to say about the game. You want to change your mind and maybe go with Benilde? I mean, the, the, you know, the train whistle. You know, I would, but that that train whistle was pretty intimidating at the beginning of the uh, period. So, you know, I think they're pretty scared, we're pretty intimidated when they come into our building. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're sticking with Jaska. You're sticking with Jaska. Yeah, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with Jaska. <laughs> All right. Well, we've never been able to get get a kid to change his mind. We're gonna. It's gonna happen. This well, year, I guarantee. I mean, Jack should change his mind. I'm gonna get Aaron Huglin. I'm gonna get Aaron Huglin to say it's, to, when he comes on that he's gonna pick. You know, <laughs> world. Head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what a good show. Uh, it was fun. Danny put together another great show. Carl, thanks for joining us. Mike, a huge, huge shout out to you for. Uh, a great season so far. Good luck to your team this year, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. It was a blast. And a huge shout-out to our sponsor, uh, the Red and Black League, uh, again, uh, helping us out with this show and making it possible. We'll see everybody around the rink. Good luck. These looks all over their face. My friends all know that I'm cool. I've been this way since high school. Because life's never been sweeter. When you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles He 